Coming up, we're going to recap the biggest news stories of April on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello, Rhino. How are you doing today? I'm very sweaty. Good. That, that, welcome to Florida. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the state motto, the land of the sweaty, and I don't know what else finishes that. It's a, it doesn't matter. It's not important. It has nothing to do with Universal Orlando. That's what we're here to talk about today. And like I said, we're going to recap some of the biggest news stories of the past month. And... Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of exciting things to uncover here. I know it's going to be a lot of old news for people, but you know what? We haven't shared our thoughts on them yet, so let's do it. Before we get started, we're going to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you want to support us, please book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of one of the awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no-obligation quote. Okay, Rhino, we are going to get things kicked off with the biggest news of the month that I think you completely missed while you were out in California, and you had no idea that it was even happening, but uh, Universal actually confirmed back earlier in the month that Poseidon's Fury would officially be closing on May 10th to make way for a new experience. And of course, Poseidon's Fury is the only remaining attraction right now inside the Lost Continent at Islands of Adventure. Uh, It was closed for like two years from August 2020 until March 2022 to go under a refurbishment. So then to close a year after that permanently is definitely interesting to say the least. Uh, But we know Lost Continent as a whole isn't necessarily on the chopping block right away because Mythos is still going to stick around. Uh, Universal did confirm that the restaurant wasn't closing. I'm sure to the glee of many people out there who love Mythos. And I can't really make a joke about it because the last time we ate there, it wasn't half bad. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's still shocking nonetheless, though, that Poseidon's Fury finally finally closing we've we've lost uh, the eighth voyage of sinbad long long ago and that theater has just been sitting dormant for the most part ever since and now poseidon's fury it's the end of an era a lost continent era that's for sure yeah when you told me that earlier this week i kind of was surprised because i had no clue uh, I, I was like wasn't it just closed for a refurbishment for like forever and now um so i was i was kind of really shocked and i forgot about the theater until you just said it honestly because like nothing has been back there for so long that it's kind of crazy to me that there's this like little chunk of land in that park so something new is always good yeah well not always good i mean look at jimmy fallon (laughs) very very true there no like the the theater basically you know it was used during uh covid times as one of the uh, rest areas back when masks were enforced and it was a, a place that you could relax and remove your mask. But I mean, yeah, other than that, it's 
unless it's been used for like special events and such it's it's all just wasted space and i'm not calling poseidon's fury a waste of space i know a lot of people enjoy that attraction and this is a huge loss for them but uh, let's be real in terms of islands of adventure uh seuss landing i feel like is safe as long as they want to continue always doing uh you know the grinchmas over the holiday season seuss landing is not being touched uh jurassic world has gotten so much love jurassic park jurassic world has gotten so much love over the past couple of years you know they might do more there but it is what it is the wizarding world is what it is marvel superhero island they can't do anything with it i mean they can just keep mm-hmm. updating it and giving it love but they they're not doing anything massive because of obviously disney and wanting to you know keep a hold of that property uh in in the way that they already have it so really you're just down to toon lagoon and the lost continent for keeping that park vibrant and updated unless they just completely you know take over the water area and start building on all of that which i mean maybe that's not a terrible idea i don't know how much effort that would take i don't know what they would do in the middle but that is technically a lot of space that's not being used is that entire uh, lagoon and yeah that's that that's really all they have so lost continent feels like feels like the absolute best place to go uh, next in the list because Toon Lagoon, while it is so outdated, uh, you can't deny that Popeye and Bluto's Bill Dredge Barges and Dudley Doolwright's Rips Off Falls are, you know, hugely popular, especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they still have a little life in them. Uh, but in terms of the Lost Continent, you know, obviously there was years and years of rumors where they were going to move the Wizarding World of Harry Potter into that area. Now the biggest rumor apparently is that it could be a nintendo property including zelda in that area Mm. uh i would rather it be that than something wizarding world related but honestly as long as it's relevant and as long as it matches the theming that's already in that area not i'm not saying replicating that theming but uh lost continent is like the most is one of the most themed areas in that park so if they're getting rid of an area that's beautiful to put something that's lesser i won't necessarily be happy about that from like a you know just an enjoyment standpoint but i I, as long as it's relevant i don't care what they put in there sign me up for Mm -hmm. zelda sign me up for whatever it's keep keep universal fresh yeah original property i don't care (laughs) yeah well the nice part is uh, you know, we have plenty of time to still go over there and do Poseidon's Fury, and we will have to see if it will land one day in the Diz Universal Hall of Fame. You know, for the longest time, it was part of our So Bad It's Good attractions, and maybe it's still in that case. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it'll make the Hall of Fame, though. We'll have to wait and see about that. But Universal definitely uh, will have the money to uh, make some of these improvements, because uh, just today, as of the time we're recording this, uh, Comcast revealed their quarter one twenty twenty three earnings uh, obviously versus the same quarter of 2022 and uh, content and experiences revenue is down for NBC Universal and Comcast but uh, there's good news on the park side but for content and experiences that covers media studios and theme parks uh, the big loss in revenue is coming from the media sector uh, not mm-hmm. theme parks again which were actually up in a big way uh, the first quarter 2023 theme park revenue was up 24.9% versus the Jeez. same quarter in 2022. And Comcast said that demand and financial results were strong at each of the parks, and they a 
attribute the increase in uh, they attribute the increase that they saw to international parks driving growth with Japan rebounding and Beijing returning to profitability post COVID restrictions. Uh, the successful opening of Super Nintendo World in Hollywood, which opened mm-hmm. in early 2021 in Japan, and then Orlando continues to trend above pre pandemic levels. And all of that means, yeah. Comcast, of course, is going to keep investing heavily into the theme parks that they own. You know, Epic Universe will truly be epic because of this. Yes, Universal right now is going through some awkward times because of everything with their CEO <laughs> stepping down. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Shell, the NBC Universal CEO stepping down. We're not going to get into that because uh, mm-hmm. you know that's one of those nice things I will say with Universal. Like, no one knows any of the executives, so we don't really have to sit here and talk about it. Um, It's not as important. The important part here of this story and everything with Comcast right now is that theme parks are up, and that's evident when you walk into the theme parks and still see how busy it is. Uh, It's, you know, everyone loves Universal right now, understandably why. And it's only going to get better this summer when Minions come. Minions. Love Minions. Minions. They're on my shirt. Or, like, they're... Their thing. There he is. I was like, well, I, oh, well, nope, reverse camera. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, of, of course, uh, for the listeners, Rhino is wearing one of the Roosevelt's minion shirts that were released. So uh, he will no doubt be <laughs> wearing that to the attraction the first time oh. we get to experience it as well. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for it. But uh, in terms of this summer, yes, we are going to have a big summer with the new Minions Land, the Minions Attraction, the eatery. Uh, That is all great and something to look forward to. Uh, But Rhino, did you know that apparently Universal is like going all in on celebrating Jurassic Park's 30th anniversary? Because I didn't. I did not know this. I mean, I did see that like some brands were like I saw Loungefly had released uh is releasing like a whole new line of like bags and backpacks and stuff like that for it. Yeah, a lot of people are. And I, you know, I am a avid Lego collector and I've been noticing that uh it that Oh, there's a lot of classic Jurassic Park sets that are being released. Like they're doing one for the visitor center that comes with the T-Rex oh, and Velociraptor. And cool. they're doing one with, um, they're doing one with, uh, Wayne Knight and the, uh, the spinning <gasps> the, dinosaur. Oh, I can't remember oh, the exact cool. name. Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, and that set's only like $20. Like it's a small set. It's just the car, him and the, the dinosaur. But I'm like, I I have to get that. Yeah, that was no, proudly on my desk must. in front of me. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a must. But yeah, they're they're releasing a lot. Like they're releasing the Brachiosaurus, uh, like the, the first encounter. So hopefully, I hope that the little uh, the Lego Sam Neil will come with sunglasses and stuff that yes. can, everything can be removed. Uh, but so yeah, I I don't know why I decided to just fill you in on all the Lego happenings mm-hmm. with Jurassic Park, but it all like. It, none of it really dawned on me. I was like, oh, this seems like a weird time for them to start releasing all these sets. And as you said, Loungefly is going to have Jurassic Park stuff. I, I bet the shirts we're wearing, Roosevelt's, is going to have Jurassic Park stuff as well, too. And apparently it is all a part of what's coming up, and that's Jurassic June that will celebrate the oh. 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park, 1993. It's been 30 years, buddy. It makes me want to vomit. <laughs> I know. I, I know remember seeing it in the movie theater. So that's why I'm like, oh, God. I mean, I was only in second grade, but it was still like, Ugh. oh, no, I'm 
I I think we've shared this before. Like uh, you're a huge, huge fan of the book. You reread it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I read the book just a, it was probably 10 years ago now. I shouldn't say a couple years ago. Uh, it was like 10 years ago, but I remember not seeing it in theaters because I was too young when it came out. Uh, but I remember the first time watching it at home and just like, it was the scariest movie I had seen at that point, minus yeah. maybe Jaws, which I feel like I didn't make it all the way to the end where it starts getting really gruesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I I remember being a little bit scarred, but enamored with Jurassic Park. And then I will never forget seeing The Lost World at the drive-in. And when it got to the field with the raptors, I was just terrified that there was going to be I raptors running around our cars. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I remember being so freaked out. Like I wouldn't look at the center of the screen when I saw the lost world, because it was just like, okay, I know something's going to pop out from the side somewhere. And I cannot imagine seeing that movie outdoors for the first time and yeah. having that feeling terrifying. I also saw Congo outside for the first time as well, too. So uh, Amy, that was <laughs> the drive-in was huge in Butler, Pennsylvania. That's, that's how we saw our summer movies and for the worst. So like now I look back and I'm like, I, I know theater projections. I would, I don't appreciate it now till I'm at this age, but I'm like, I saw so many movies that were such a big impact on my childhood in the worst way possible through yeah. a car speaker and <laughs> on a, Especially on a terrible the, outside screen. <laughs> yeah. The sound, the design that they do in Jurassic, like, I, I don't think anyone understood, like, I know that the, the home, home viewing experience has sometimes become superior to the movie experience because of people. But if you can get, see Jurassic park, in a movie theater, like there is no audio system that you have at your house that will, that will be the same as seeing that like this thing. I don't think they even still make movies with that same type of incredible design that, 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 that was the first of its kind too. I feel like they don't, they don't, they don't celebrate that part of the movie as much as they do the other parts, but it's, well, I highly recommend it. It's usually pops in a theater for like five bucks every now and then. I'm sure it'll get a re-release. I'll add it to my bucket list of movies that I need to see in theaters. Uh, but continuing on with the 30th anniversary, we got a little derailed there. Uh, I, I'm basing all this stuff from an article on Attractions Magazine because I, I haven't seen it anywhere else. And that was the first place I saw it. Uh, but they're saying that the theme parks are getting in on the action for the 30th anniversary, uh, that there will be special merchandise, food and beverages at both Universal Orlando Resort as well as Universal Studios Hollywood. And uh, on top of that, apparently they had the details on it and i've seen rumors about it uh, so i would say it's it's probably official for the most part without universal actually saying it but apparently the summer tribute store will be jurassic park <gasps> so Ooh! for the 30th anniversary and of course they did jurassic world a couple of years ago back in 2021 i believe uh when when the movie released but uh yeah jurassic park for a tribute store i could be down with that i could they did it they did it because of velocicoaster that's right. I, I said the movie yeah. released, didn't I? Yeah, yeah I think you meant the roller coaster. The ride, but yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would love that. I'd love that because you, you already know. It's one of those if you know, you know, because it's just so well decorated, and um, that means some like fun new merch maybe too. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, we'll have to see how a new tribute store is translated into the space in Hollywood because 
you know, right now we've only had Mardi Gras in there, and I know you weren't the yeah. biggest fan of that, and you had some concerns about how that would impact future tribute stores with the with the footprint of that area. But uh, I only went through once, and I just it was almost like I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't really care about Universal Mardi Gras this year. It just it never captured me. I never got into the spirit of it. But uh, you know what? I can get into Jurassic Park, especially as a tribute I'm, store. I'm going to be brutally honest right now. I don't think I've seen the parade. <laughs> I don't think I saw it. I'm just uh, realizing no, we it didn't watch it the night that we went. I did see it once, um, but I yeah, I just was I like, wasn't here when it started. Yeah, and then we went. I went with you to watch it, and we didn't watch it. So I was like, I just forgot. Whoops. <laughs> no, I mean whoops. It, <laughs> Not to generalize it, I still think it's an awesome time of year that people should travel to Universal, and the parade is definitely a highlight. But you know, yeah, you, you've seen a couple half naked people walking through the streets. You've seen it all, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Close enough. But uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. if that is the tribute store coming uh, right now, the speculated time of its opening will probably be somewhere around late May. Obviously, if they're celebrating Jurassic June, I feel like they want it open by that point but we'll have to see we'll have to see if that all uh comes to fruition i am one for it but uh speaking of may you know mayflowers bring pilgrims is isn't that right mr massachusetts boy i don't think that's the saying but that's fine <laughs> uh, april showers bring mayflowers what do mayflowers bring pilgrims oh that took me way too long to get the joke <laughs> The Mayflower. Got it. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Back on track with our children's humor here. Uh, But May (laughs) May is going to be a big time for Universal Annual Pass holders. And I know that impacts a lot of our audience as well as a lot of people since Universal Orlando passes are, you know, always available (laughs) to be able to be purchased. Uh, They did just go up in price recently. So I'm glad. uh, Actually, no, I was just about to say I'm glad that we uh, renewed our passes recently but that was walt disney world we are going to be paying (laughs) extra for our universal passes when that comes up i think maybe i did renew it i don't know it doesn't matter i can't no i can't renew it yet oh Mm -hmm. great okay well we're paying more for that but anyways uh may is going to be the host month of pass holder benefits uh running may 1st through may 26 and there's going to be a bunch of perks including a new free uoap magnet that's inspired by jurassic park did you see it rhino it's got the uoap with the claw through it love it it's pretty good yeah, good stuff. Uh, they, those will be available for pickup at the UOAP Lounge in Toon Lagoon, as well as the Five and Dime in uh, in Universal Studios Florida. Uh, there will be dedicated pass holder entrances to the theme parks. There will be uh, exclusive dining happening during that time. Dining locations, I should say. Not exclusive dining, but you'll be able to dine in exclusive places i believe like the the upstairs of confisco is a place that they usually open for these kind of little celebrations uh there will be special pass holder rates at the hotels uh they're going to be doing some food and beverage offers at the different hotels as well uh they showed off apparently some of the menus of special pass holder items for may and there's one like it a voodoo donut it's a whole lot of horchata donut that is a yeast donut tossed with cinnamon and sugar and a horchata Bavarian cream filling. Mm. I can that have that. Sounds good. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. NBC Sports Grill and Brew is going to have an avocado toast burger. Rhino, an avocado oh, toast it. burger. 
get it. Oh, 100%. We got to go get it. We got to go get it. I'll go get it. We actually, I think we need to do NBC Sports Grill and Brew. Berlin grew real soon. Uh, it's been a while since we've done that. I know we've re- already reviewed it like multiple times, but we need to, we need to go back there. We definitely need to do that. So uh, maybe we'll do it during May for pass holder. Either way, we're going to get that burger, but uh, yeah, that's if you're a pass holder and you're coming to May, it's all going to be open to you. You're welcome. Not for me from universal. I'm sure they were saying you're welcome. You get what I'm saying. It's all okay. But uh, that's kind of, it in terms of the uh the big news so i don't really have anything else to go over that's newsworthy um the only thing i'm gonna put rhino on the spot with this because uh he was out in when a lot of this news did happen like poseidon's fury that's while he was out in california and uh, mm-hmm. you know we mentioned during the earnings call that part of the reason why quarter one earnings are so high was because of super nintendo world opening i know rhino got to experience it but it was technically he wasn't there to work he was just there to take it all in and experience it as a normal person so rhino Mm -hmm. can you just say was it like did it live up to your expectations um yeah so uh it was a lot of fun it 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 was a lot of fun and it, it it is like if you've seen any pictures or videos of it it is very much like it is that same fully immersive theming that the wizarding world has done um, in their lands, wherever you visited them, it, it, it kind of carries that through even I would argue to the next level because there's just constant motion and moving objects everywhere in this land that it, it's just so cool. I, I had a friend, I don't know, maybe it was CJ who said that they were like their brain, they were like, I don't know. I don't, they, they, their brain can't process being in an animated world the same way it can be in a live action world. And I was like, that's interesting because I was like, this is literally what the game looks like to me. So I feel like I'm in the game. Um, but I mean, he hasn't been there in person, so he can't, he can't really speak to it, but, um, but no, I, I thought it was, uh, the food was really good. Um, the ride was a lot of fun, but it is, it is, I don't know. I think it's going to have some, um, more challenges here than it does there. Um, because, uh, it does involve a pretty, um, so you wear these, you wear these things on your head that you have to tighten to your head that are like the base of Mario's hat. And then once you sit in the car, you have to attach glass to your, the front of your face. Um, and then it's a whole, like, where does the bag go and all this stuff? I I think there's going to be a little bit more communication barriers here than there are in California, which I feel like is true of both Walt Disney world and, uh, or sorry, Disneyland and universal studios, Hollywood. They, you know, it's different, different groups of people, you know, on the, on the majority visiting different parks. Um, but it, it does, it's the theming of the ride is just so cool, but it, because it's an AR augmented thing, it's hard because you're, eyes are trying to look at the things in the glass, but you're also like, I don't want to miss out on the fact that I am really playing Mario Kart right now, like in real life, like this beautifully built um, attraction everywhere that you are literally like not really paying attention to at all because you are trying to look at the, um, the figures in the glass right in front of you, but it, it, it does have a learning curve. So like this ride is going to have incredible rewritability. Um, and I look forward to being an, a, a local um 
and being able to like visit that um, whenever I want um, because I did go on it twice. And the second time I definitely, I learned a lot more from the first time, like the first time I did it. So you're, you're facing off of team from team Bowser. So you're trying to beat team Bowser and the, the first time Bowser won. And the second time I did it, team Mario won. And I, I'm, I was, uh, I was team Yoshi though. So this is my band that you really do need these bands or you do not experience the land at all in the same way like it's it's not like how the wands the interactive wands work or anything like that this is like an essential element to to experience the land because there are like six games around the land and um would Craig, you consider you that a downside <laughs> that you have to have the band to truly get the most out of the land i i've been i've been trying to think about it because um it's like I think that if you were somebody like our parents or um, maybe somebody who just wasn't a Nintendo person or didn't grow up or not a video game person or whatever. So you you can still go up to like blocks and and punch the block and it'll still make the coin noise. Right. Um, And you can still go and eat eat the food and you can still do the ride. Um, It's just that without the band, like in the ride, you get all of your statistics from the ride and then. Um, you collect coins throughout the park with this this thing, and then there's like things in the wall that you there are like secrets throughout the land that like if you're paying really close attention that they're hidden really well that are like just an M randomly in some places that's very tiny, and if you hold the band there, there'll be like a special thing that appears. And there is basically so there's like six games. Like I said, you can't play any of those games without the band. And the last game is Bowser Jr.'s Castle, which is this really cool, like you stand in front of a screen and you have to like swat away um, bombs and um, you have to like jump or duck over, um, over, uh, bu- uh, not Buffalo Bill, <laughs> the oh, <wait>. Bullet Bill, <laughs> or, or wait, is that a great big Mario? Um, so uh, I, I like, I thought that was really cool, uh, that last part, but you can only do that game if you've, played i think if you've not just played you have to win the three games at least three of the six games to enter that game so there's this whole element of like not everybody can just walk in and experience it like you kind of have to work for it which i think is pretty intuitive and cool but it's also it depends like do you just want to do the ride and get out of the land and move on then the band isn't for you because it takes time like majority of my day was in this land and I got in the park and this never happens. I got in the park. I was in the park at 7:45 a.m. like in the park walking to the Super Nintendo world. So and I was in there um until probably like three o'clock and then I left to do a couple other things and then I went back in around like seven o'clock and I was there until the park closed at ten. And so just it, correct it like, correct me though, you did not have the early ticket to get in. No, it sold out. Um, it sold out, it sold out. Um, it fluctuates in price. Um, it's definitely worth it because I think that the ticket really does limit that one hour. doesn't sound like a lot, but you could literally just walk in, go on the ride and you'll wait. Probably. I I mean, I don't know what the weights are for the ride, but walking in upon opening, I waited in on the ride for in the queue the first time for an hour and 17 minutes. And then I did single rider when the queue was up to four hours and I waited an hour and like 40 minutes for the single rider line. Oh so I gosh. waited longer and you don't even see as much of the queue in the single rider line. So, Ouch. um, but it was like one of those where I was like, well, I can't abandon ship. I'm too far in now. And, um, yeah. but I also was like, you know, it's not, 
it, how often am I at Universal Studios Hollywood? I mean, I I kind of regret if you are going and you are thinking maybe you'd come back within a year, there was a thing where it was like, upgrade your pass for $100 today for an annual pass. And I'm not going to lie to you, I 1,000% um, uh, thought about it. Regret. No, I regret, regret not doing it. I thought about it and I was like, it's 100 bucks, And, I, and you know, I'm like, oh, that's a lot. And I don't know that guaranteed we'll be back. And now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, yeah, we definitely will end up back at least once in the next year because Epic Universe won't be open before that. And I'm like, and so many people whether it's people I know that live out there or people that, you know, that we see in passing and in, in our journeys out there for work, I know that we're going to end up there again. And so it's like, I should have just got it then, but maybe, maybe. Oh, well, but okay. they have, they have inexpensive passes. But anyway, I, I think, um, I think that when it comes, when it comes down to it, it's a very small plot of land out there. Like it is not very big. There were way too many people in the land and it was too hot um that day so it it is it can be a very challenging area to to deal with um but i think that the one that they build here will ultimately be the best version of the ones globally because we will have the will i believe the rumor is at least is that we're going to have the two the the all that japan has so the the toadstool cafe the Mario Kart. I'm assuming the Yoshi ride that that Rhino. I can interrupt and say it's not a rumor. Like the the ride tracks are are placed. So we we definitely have everything that Japan has. One hundred percent. Okay. Yoshi and Mario Kart uh, and and that plus obviously the the track is super visible for Donkey Kong, which I'm sure uh, me interrupting you. You're about to get to that too. Yes. Yeah, well, so that's 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 a good that's a good point. Where like, so I think we're going to have the most land, which I think will really add to that. And I'm kind of hoping they add more games. I don't know that they will because I feel like it it's easier for them to just like copy and plop, yeah. copy and plop. So it'll be interesting to see how the flow of that land changes because what's really fascinating if you're like a theme park person, like I feel like we are in terms of like when you experience stuff, is that things are built all up on top of each other in California. So like when you go into the queue for um for mario kart it's like the queue kind of goes up to another level and then another and then you go downstairs and then you come back upstairs like to get up so it's all like it's just like a lot of there's a lot of stairs involved out there Hmm. to be able to do it i mean there are elevators so there is accessibility and stuff like that but um but it is it is fascinating it is a really cool unique experience um and i I enjoyed it very much. I, I loved it at night. I thought the, especially in California where it's nice and cool at night, like it's crazy how hot it was during the day that then at night it was so cold. I couldn't do Jurassic world. <laughs> no, so I didn't no. get to do Jurassic world while I was there, which was a real bummer. But I, I, I told myself, I told myself that super Nintendo world was the priority. And then I also was lucky enough to do secret life of pets. And you know what? That ride is adorable. And I loved it. Wolf off. Um, I do have a tip, though, if you are going there, um, the bands come in a thing like it flat in a box like this. Um, they are impossible to keep on your wrist here. Uh, and so they're like slap bracelets. Um, they really do need a thing where somehow it can lock or clip on the back of your thing, because as you move your wrist, I mean, I've been storing mine for a while now. It like so mine's finally bent correctly, but it'll start sliding off. It'll do like a, like a, like it'll separate or gotcha. one end will curl off and you you don't feel it because it's really soft. Um, so, so a lot of like times, a bobby like, pin. Yeah. Something like the, a Bobby's pin. 
um, or something. And, uh, and you, you hold it. I, so I held it in my hand a lot. I mean, you don't want to hit this part, the, the circular part. You don't want to be like punching the coin with it, but if you have it on your hand, just to make sure you don't lose it. Cause if you lose it, that's really sad. But, um, but the way the app works and everything was cool. So if you get it, roll it up, if you can get it ahead of time, roll it up really tight and store it like with a real, like a couple rubber bands around it to give it that, that like wrapped up, that wrapped up, uh, shape to it. And I think that'll help you out a lot. Okay. I'm going to just, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time talking about it. So I just want to rapid fire, ask three questions, keep it to like yes. a one sentence answer. Uh, okay. in, in terms of Super Nintendo World going to Universal Studios Hollywood, if you want to really see it all and be in that experience, you would say you need to do it. Uh, you need to be there for a half a day at the very minimum. I, at the at the bare minimum, because there's no way around waiting in the there's no way getting around the wait for the attraction because the attraction does not accept express as of recording this. Um, and um, unless you do a VIP tour, that's the only way that you kind of get around the wait. OK, I think. Uh, in I terms of the power up band, can one family if they're on a budget, can one family just technically share it? Um, yeah, I mean, you could take turns with who's playing the games, but you, you as one, no, you could, I think you could all play the games if one of you had it, because there's one with a sleeping piranha and basically one person taps the, the band to activate the game. And then at the end, you all, you all tap to get the point. So I, I believe one person could, but there's things like, I don't know that you could all, I don't know about Bowser's challenge. Cause I can't remember if everybody had to tap their band when they went in to play that or not. Um, but I think that you would still get some more out of it as one, one family having one band than having no band at all. Perfect. And then what was the one highlight? I only want one thing. I know you ate a lot of food. What was the one item that you're like, I can't wait to get this again. Oh, the food. Oh my God. Okay. The Bowser, it, it was, it, and I think it was like a featured item. So I don't even know if they're going to keep it. It was like Bowser's, um, fireball challenge it was basically like i i think it was called that or something it was like a one pound meatball a big meat that's a big meatball <laughs> and um i got it because i love bowser and it came with a puff pastry of his face and it had this cute it, it's all downstairs so i would have i would have showed it off for you but the pla- there's a plastic flag you know like the flags that are in the castle and the original games and stuff like yeah it's a plastic thing one of those right in there and it comes in this big bowl like with a lot of spaghetti sauce and, and stuff. And, and because it's Toadstool Cafe, like almost everything has mushrooms on it. So be aware of that. But um, the sauce that was on this meatball was incredible because again, we're in California and they have a bit more of a flavor for spice than I feel like the, what happens here in the theme parks. And so like, it was a spicy meatball and I loved it. And I'm not a big meat person, but um, I, I tried that and um the dessert that was like the cake that's like the dual layer land mm-hmm. thing that was very good too that was super good i'm i'm a little sad i didn't get the tiramisu but i don't love tiramisu but it was it looked like the question block so i'm like i think dining that's in the fine. toadstool cafe is a must though because i did sample some other food items and honestly nothing was bad so i i think it's a real in there it's like a really cool looking experience in there so that's a lot of fun so my tip for you on that is you can make the reservation for the cafe starting at 7 a.m. and not be in the park because it uses like an open table. It's not open table. I cannot remember the name of it, 
but it uses an app like that where you can make a reservation day of. So you can you can make one and it does not ask who the other people in the party are. So if you want to go in the morning, although the menu is always the same and you think you want to try the entire menu and you want to try to go go again at night, I would see maybe have somebody else in the group make a second reservation. Mm. Good little hack there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for um, the merchandise. So it, merchandise is very popular. So do not expect <laughs> if you saw something online, do not expect it to be there because there was literally like there was these displays of like plushes for everybody. There was basically none of those. There was like a Mario, a Luigi plush, a squid plush, and like a ghost that you could wear. I think that was like the little boo and uh, nothing like Bowser oriented except for like this one t-shirt. And yeah, so it might be there by the time you're there. It might not. It's very, very popular. So it's one of those, if you want to get yourself all decked out, I would maybe get, get there even earlier because I believe the, the store outside at city walk opens before the park. So if you can do the entry ticket, get the ticket. Um, you do not need your park ticket to buy that ticket. So you can just select the day for that ticket and buy it. If you know you're going to that park and then buy your ticket at a later date, if you want. I mean, I, I would just buy it all at once, but I waited and like an idiot. Well, yeah, we make mistakes sometimes. And now, you know, our, anyone who's taken the time to watch or listen to this, uh, knows better because of it. So, uh, Rido, thank you for sharing so much. I really, I, I don't want to sound sarcastic with this. I wasn't expecting you to share as much as you did. I, uh, but I, I'm sure I've a got lot of people well, out there appreciate it. I know you're excited that was only to talk a piece. about it. That was only a piece because again, like you said, it was a, it was a me adventure, but, um, so, yeah, that was just a piece. I uh, it was it was fun. I yeah, it was it was fun. I will tell people it was a lot of fun. Good. I um I can't wait to hear more about it because I haven't even had the time to ask you all the questions. Uh, but I know the first time I end up there, it's probably going to be you and I together anyway. So I'll that's why I I'll be I able to live path. firsthand through you, just like my first Avengers campus, where it's like, hey, all the things you think you might be interested in screw that i'm just gonna show you what we're gonna do yeah, yeah. and you push me around for two days straight three days straight but mm-hmm. i and yet Chicken i still sandwich. haven't seen the still haven't seen the dr strange show now <laughs> like three visits there four visits there but i'll get it all eventually i'm sure the same thing someday. i'll be able to say with super nintendo world i'm sure hey someday i'm gonna do jurassic world i'm still mad i didn't do it but it was just so cold it was like 40 degrees or something like that at night like it was like 48 Ouch. or something because you're in that hollywood hill and there's a breeze going on. i was like i can't imagine getting wet and having to walk yeah. go up those two miles of escalators to get yeah. out of here you don't want to catch a cold then uh, yeah. have it ruin ruin your entire vacation and the thought of vacation in general but uh, seriously though thank you so much for sharing all of that rhino and now with that we'll go ahead and wrap up this show we got the news we got super nintendo world information from rhino what more could you ask for well if you were asking for the final plugs of this episode then that's what you're going to get because now at this point in time i'm going to remind you if you just liked what you watched or listened to and you do want to support us more book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. And if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, please take the time to do so. But Rhino, thank you so much for your, all of your input today. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, and thank you to everyone out there who took the time to listen and watch this. Uh, we really do it for you. So we appreciate all the time you spend putting up with our antics and shenanigans. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. We'll see you again real soon with another episode. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Yeah.